Hey guys, I'm Mark of Temperance and you are listening to Interview Under Fire. Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your host Sunny, this time along with Marco Pastorino. Quite the honor. You know, thank you so much for joining the IUI podcast series today. This has been quite the ride in the last year or so for you and the rest of the crew over at Temperance with the two recent releases of your records, Viridian and Melodies of Green and Blue, which dropped January last year, and the new one recently, February 19th on Napalm Records. Now, first things first, Marco, I want to commend you guys on all of the well-deserved reactions it's been getting so far with both of those records complementing each other. So much to discover about these releases. But before we get to all of that, I know we were talking about it before the interview started, I'm going to ask a very important question to start things off. I know you're in Italy. How are you, man? You know, how has life been? And, uh, you know, we're in March now. We're, it's been one year since the pandemic yes. was announced. And unbelievably, we're here. But how's life in Italy right now? It's been crazy, I guess. Has it, it, things gotten better? As in the rest of Europe, uh, the situation is, is going well day, day after day. But, uh, you know, uh, we cannot say anything because mm, something can change uh, tomorrow or right now. Of so uh, now, of course, it's better than one year ago and uh, better than a few months ago. And, uh, you know, I, in general, I'm a positive guy. So uh, I think this kind of this worst situation will be better in, I hope, in a couple of months. But at the end of the year, I hope that uh, everything will change in a yeah, better you, way, of course. Yeah, it, there's, I mean, there's no telling, you know, because we, uh, I mean, over here in the States, I'm sure you've seen it. Like, we go back to phase one, then phase two, then phase three, then back to phase two. It's just, it's really it's back and forth. Same place, of course. Yeah, yeah, there's no telling. Now, I have to ask this question because... Uh, the song Mission Impossible, which is the first track off of Iridian, there's a lyric in there that says, if Sean Ambrose finds the virus, it'll be hell It'll be hell on Earth. Did you have any idea? Like, I mean, it's crazy. Like, you guys have that song come out last January, and then two months later, exactly what happens in Italy. I mean, like, what was going through your head, of course? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it, when I, I heard that song, and I was like, oh, my gosh, and look what's happening. So you know, uh, this song is based uh, on the um, on the second chapter of the Mission Impossible. The movie, yeah, of, of course, course, of course, and great movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie talk about a virus, yes. And uh, of course, uh, when we wrote this song, we're not supposed to be in this pandemic stuff. Yes, yeah. uh, it's totally crazy. Also, because mm, one year ago, uh, just after the release of Viridian. Um, we play a couple of shows in Italy and we said, okay, um, we want to focus our time on to play on Europe, maybe luckily on, on US, on Japan, on other countries, and we will play only a couple of shows for Italy. And of course, uh, it was true because uh, <laughs> after one month, uh, it, it was not possible to play anywhere. You know, and life as of late, you know, many of us have been away from the stage a lot, you know, fans and musicians alike, you know, with venues shutting down, um, a lot of the bands kind of just, you know, put put things on hold. But 
How are you keeping up your vocals and guitar chops these days, Marco? Because I know you do you do a lot for the band as far as you know putting your work out there. Is that affecting your musicianship? Has anything changed for your routine wise lately? I mean, we're like I said, a year into this whole pandemic. What's new for you? So uh, it was everything. Mm, everything uh, it was new because uh, usually I spend a lot of my time on tour with Tempras, but also with other bands as a special guest or um, I don't know, uh, as a sort of tourness mm, live session. And uh, I spend a lot of time in studio to do some production also for other bands, some songwriting for other bands. But it was not possible because um, it was not possible to reach other place, especially other countries, but, but also other region outside of my my area. So um, it was it was a disaster during the first month because I had, to, but not only me, uh, everyone, but uh, yeah. I had to change uh, my my routine totally. Um, but I was pretty busy because I I decided to um, to write some music and a lot of music and uh, work on a, a lot of different stuff. Uh, cooking a lot. <laughs> oh, okay, so now I gotta ask. Like, so as far as cooking, you know, one thing I did with cooking is uh, baking. I never thought I'd be baking that much during the okay. pandemic. So let me ask you: Did you learn anything new as far as cooking, or maybe what's what did you eat today? What 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 was on the menu today for you? <laughs> okay, so the funny thing is, uh, I am I am a vegetarian guy from seven years. But okay. from but from one year from the COVID stuff, I decided to to change in vegan. So uh, and during the first lockdown, I learned a lot of different kind of uh, food. Uh, a lot yeah. of new that received to uh, to do. And uh, today, so uh, for the for the lunch, I cooked some tofu in the Thai way. Okay. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> and probably later, uh, I will cook some Satan stuff, also some vegan stuff, of course. You ever think about, you know, what if you do like an Instagram live chat with all your fans and just show them like what you're cooking? Can you imagine how that would be like the reception? Like, I think that's an interesting thing. I remember when we had uh, earlier during the when the pandemic was, uh, you know, happening, we had Paolo from Flesh God Apocalypse on the show. Uh, yes. And, yeah, and he's a great guy. And he was talking about, we were talking about like hinting like cooking with Paolo, like a show like that, that he would just have the fans tune in on like an Instagram live or, or Facebook live, whatever. But I don't know. Is that something that you, I don't know. Is that something you would consider doing like to, with your fans? Like, hey, uh, honestly, look. <laughs> honestly um, I don't, I don't share a lot of stuff from my private stuff right right because i'm not a very social guy <laughs> that's but, okay uh, that's okay and, and also because uh, i think i'm not very i'm not a great chef at all mm. <laughs> i i'm improving myself uh, day yeah. by day i don't think i am uh, i'm the best chef from italy <laughs> hey you look pretty happy it sounds like you're good with what you're making so as long as that is happening i think I think you're in of good course. hands, and and it's it's funny you say that because uh, actually a few friend of my, friends of mine actually went vegan, and it was it was because right. of the COVID. You know, they didn't plan on it. It's because they've been home for all this time. It's like, okay, let's see how I can eat healthier. 
cooking healthier. You know, it's it's easy to just lose distraction. It's easy to be distracted when you're just in the norm of everyday things. But when things change, I think it's important to stay healthy. Now, you know, speaking of things changing, you know, you've been at this for a long time, Marco, as far as playing music over 10 years. I know Temperance, you guys formed in 2013, but whether it's with Temperance or Virtual Symmetry or Light and Shade, Evanflow, The Ritual, Secret Sphere, I mean, the list goes on. You've been involved with so many different projects and bands, but let me ask you this, you know, how was the touring life for you personally? Because you've done some extensive touring throughout your career. You know, you've played at 70,000 Tons of Metal, Isola Rock, Metal Milano, Rock and Roma, the Big Gun Fest, you know, and now we've been all just taking a step back, you know, within the last year. And does it make you have a growing appreciation of the touring life, Marco? Like now at this point in your life? I don't know. I, um, for me, it's a, it's a bit of a little bit strange situation because I really love the, the tour life in general. Yeah, of course. But, um, when you, when you are at home, uh, you can appreciate a lot of different things. For example, I don't know the time with your girlfriend or uh, with your dog because I have a dog. Yeah, of course. <laughs> time with your family, with your friends, and a, a lot of time. For example, uh, this year I had a lot of time uh, to improve my skills on some writing wise because I spent a lot of time to write songs. And um, in the last years, maybe uh, we had. We had not this time. We had no time to uh, to wrote music uh, um, without pressure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and right now, so uh, I I spent I think a couple of months just to just to write a couple of songs in, in for every single detail. And maybe the cool thing is uh, I improve a lot of my skills on some writing because. I um, I recorded a lot of piano stuff. I'm not a a pianist at all, but uh, I recorded a lot of stuff on piano, on orchestration. So I think you should have gave yourself more credit because you are a talented musician. Yes, <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. You know, uh, something that you guys did do, and a lot of bands have been doing it, is you know live streaming. You know, a lot of the bands what they do on stage or take it on the screen. So you guys did do a live stream on the 19th uh, of February. And yes. February was just yesterday, but, you know, it feels like it was last week. But, uh, you know, I wanted to ask, you know, what was that like for you? Was that just, I mean, how was it like just to be in front of the camera, you know, doing something that you're not used to doing, you know, doing a live stream? Usually, for example, like we're doing an interview right now. Usually these would be in person, right? But now here we are Skyping. How was that like, you know, doing the live stream on the 19th for that new EP? Uh, it was very strange. Uh, I never, I never did before. Uh, I don't know about uh, about Alessia Michele, the rest of the guys, because they had other projects and maybe they they did it before. But for me, it was the first time, and uh, it was crazy because usually uh, when um, when we do a, a show, of course, uh, we can see the the reaction from the audience uh, just uh, one second later. Uh, yeah, so it was a very strange play for one hour in front of anyone <laughs> i can imagine you know and you know I, I mean what's the most popular thing we hear at you know at a metal show like an actual metal show is like it's like you see the horns like everybody raising their horns like the fans right 
and you just see like the sea of horns and you just get that rush of adrenaline through your body i, I mean course, you you can hear the um, the voice from everyone in the audience yeah especially in our kind of music everyone know the lyrics so it was yeah it was very strange but it was the the only way to to celebrate the new the new one the new release because usually for every kind every album of temperance we did a sort of release party to celebrate the album yeah and we just do it again for this one and also for the people because we receive a great feedback about this uh, live streaming so it was cool yeah end. i watched it it was actually amazing you know and speaking sure. of that new ep that you guys uh put out melodies of green and blue it came out on that same day for uh, february 19th on napalm records now this is the follow-up to the uh 2020s viridian like i mentioned earlier in the interview from like melodic acoustics fused with you know symphonic metal elements i mean this was as good as it gets it's it really showed the versatility in your talents especially the chemistry between you and alicia and michelle Reminded me of bands like you know Within Temptation and Visions of Atlantis, and I'll even throw yeah. I'll even throw Scorpions in there, like the ballad similar similarities that you guys had, and songs like Paint the World and Start Another Round to Gaia. Like I said, it was quite the follow up, and it felt like an encore to Viridian. Alicia said in one of the previous interviews that she's done recently that the band has been thinking about this EP for a long time. Right? Is that correct? Uh, yes, but in a different way because um, it was a sort of dream for, uh, in general, for me and Michele, but for everyone involved in Temperance from a long time, but not in this way. We're supposed to record maybe in a in a future uh, um, an acoustic album with a lot of tracks taken from every album. And, and something new and maybe some string quartet or uh, orchestral stuff yeah maybe as bonus bonus uh, bonus album something like that but okay. when the co when the pandemic uh, uh, was began uh, with Nepal we decided to to do something special because um, we shared already some some video on Nepal's channel um with some acoustic session and uh everyone was was crazy for this uh, acoustic <laughs> version so we decided to put, put some some attention more on viridian and we record six tracks from viridian and a couple of uh, new songs yeah and i do want to ask about the songs in just a minute but something that's been occurring to me especially within the last year i don't know if you've seen this marco but a lot of the bands are releasing an acoustic version of the originals these days and it's been a commonality inside heavy music have you noticed that too or is that just a coincidence like what are your thoughts on that mm, i don't know if a lot of bands release uh acoustic stuff maybe mm, i saw only a couple of bands of course epica because they released the yeah. new one some acoustic stuff and ad infinitum but i don't know about uh, other bands but mm, uh, the point is, uh, this is the only way to release something new, uh, but not a new album. Because, as hmm. you know, we released a new album one year ago, and there is no sense at all to release a new one now without touring, uh, touring, touring live, tour wise. That's an interesting thing because uh, no, that, that, that's a great answer. I've I've had some artists, you know, there have been artists like August Burns Red, and of course I talked about Annika Van Heersbergen. 
who I interviewed a couple weeks ago, she released one of her newest albums and it was, uh, it was an acoustic version, you know, of what she's usually does. She does metal pop and rock and she did an acoustic version. August Burns Red is they're known for their metal core sound, you know, the heaviness. And now they've released an acoustic version of their song. So that's why I was like wondering if this is, this just like a trend that's happening or is this something that's been happening for a while? I know it's happening for a while, especially as of late. I know I think that's just a unique take on the heavy music because it, it shows a different side. I think maybe now it's a sort of trend because uh, is the one of the few things possible to do now. Yeah, and something that I also want to touch on is you know between writing and structuring the songs and the production process. You know, the lyricism inside Temperance, you know, surrounds you guys. It's, you know, life, you know, positivity, emotions, music, nature, and love, you know. And the title of this EP is Melodies of Green and Blue, which I mentioned earlier, it has a connection to Viridian. Viridian is a color between green and blue. I thought that was very unique. And you have a song like Paint the World, which is a love song. But then you have a song like Evelyn, which is, you know, about a story of a young woman putting an end to her life by jumping off a building. Was there a specific theme you guys had in mind to surround this release? Um, so when we decided to, to do the acoustic album, uh, we talked about um, the chance to add some new unreleased tracks. Yeah. And uh, I wrote Evelyn uh, during the Viridian sessions. But um, the mood it was totally different than the rest of the album, so I decided to to not use this song. But for this EP, uh, for me, uh, Evelyn um, is fixing perfectly because also for the mood, because probably is the first time uh, we wrote a, a sort of mel melancholic ballad as Evelyn. Right. And also during this time. Um, I think for everyone in the world uh, during the lockdown there was a lot of sadness and a lot of uh, different emotions than before so we decided to use it but in, in general about melodies of green and blue um, we decided to uh, to find a way to promote a little bit more Viridian and so melodies of green and blue it was the perfect way in our in our opinion of course do you see melodies of green and blue as a snapshot of where you are in a certain time in your life looking back cool cool question mm. probably because mm, now with this p uh, we just found a different way to to show you and to show to every fan of temperance a different way to to use our melodies between these colors of course yeah uh you know i think that's an interesting take because you know a lot of artists they don't really care about themes they just do like 10 songs in the studio and that's mm -hmm. it but i felt like with you guys themes are important to you and it feels like it, it is more about helping you guys write and sound you know and it could also be for the audience and it showed how much dedication you guys have through your craft and Another thing is when you put out a new CD, like just a new album, just a new song, you did talk about the live experience. You did talk about uh, doing the live streaming for the fans. But I've also had bands that I've interviewed in the past where they said, 
an album doesn't feel complete until you get the chance to present it live. Do you feel like that too? Uh, I don't know. Um, for me, I, I, it's, it's a tricky one. I know there's no right or wrong answer because it any artist can say anything about it. But I wanted to get your take on it, considering you guys have technically had two releases during a pandemic. <laughs> so, um, uh, live and uh, and studio are totally different things. For me, uh, I really love uh, staying in the studio. And the time before the studio, the pre-production or the writing stuff, just because I can put my, I completely put my soul on the album, and yeah. I can spend a lot of time just to create something new. The the harmonies between every every vocals and also the orchestrations, the arrangements for the for the guitars, for the bass, for the drums. Um, but um, you can feel the, um, you can feel something from the audience. Uh, just after the release, and especially when you'll go on tour, because uh, especially during the first shows to promote a, a new album, you can feel something in your yeah. It's it's new. It's a, it's a new it's a new feeling that you get. Yes, of course, but also because especially during the first shows, uh, mm, your fans are just are just listening the album maybe a couple of times, and uh, they know. Uh, already the favorite one they they are learning the lyrics and it's very cool uh, i don't know uh, i love both things of course yeah and also another thing is when you get to present a new album live you know when you get to perform the new songs in front of the fans maybe some fans haven't heard you guys yet and now because they now that they heard you they pick up the new album that was always an advantage that bands had and now it's it's a little difficult getting the music out there for the fans, you know, when it comes to, cause it's a whole different energy. We talked about the live experience. It's a whole different energy. And I think you can agree to that, but uh, you know, I'm going to leave off with something here, you know, from the different experiences that you've taken in that we've discussed about so far and you've taken a different perspective, you know, whether it's with, you know, temperance or virtual symmetry, like I mentioned, light and shade, ebb and flow, the bands that, that you've been with throughout your career, you know, playing at 70,000 tons of metal, you know, Marco, have your aspirations as a person, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today? Today, then, uh, then 10 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> or even further, further back. Totally, totally. But um, every year, something, something can change. For example, I, I'm feeling very good right now. Uh, I have the confidence after a lot of tours all over the world. Maybe 10 years ago, I was a little bit shy, okay? Uh, yeah. Especially during the, the tour and to reach new can new countries, new, new people. Now I'm very confident. And for example, I can't wait to, to come back on tour to have, have again this sort of feeling. Um... I don't know. I think I think every year something changes inside of you, and also some writing wise, I'm more confident, and uh, I found a a cool way um, to to take the emotions inside of me and put aside uh, writing writing new stuff, 
the way the way to write a song uh, you know yeah so if you weren't a musician you ever think about what would you be doing right now hey we talked about everything that you've done i, I always wonder like you, you can always take up a hobby or something like that but i mean you've been playing music all your life but has that has that ever crossed your mind as far as you know probably <laughs> i would like to be <laughs> Uh, a soccer <laughs> player. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's actually a very common answer when it comes to interviewing like Italian artists and musicians. I don't know. That's so common. You know, I think I think Paolo from Flesh God said the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, of course. Especially uh, Michele, me, and Alessia, we are totally into football, soccer. Perfect. So probably in my next in my next life, I will be a <laughs> soccer player. For Milan, for AC Milan, of course. There we go. Hey, look at you. Look, you're already labeling the teams already, you know, and you'll be a, <laughs> a football player who listens to metal and you never know what could happen in the next life. Um, I wanted to ask if you had any, you know, last words, any shout outs, anything you would like to plug in as far as temperance, you know, uh, maybe another live stream in the future. Any shout out to the fans or anything like that before you finish off the interview? So, um, we are talking about a, a new live stream um, in an electric version. Awesome. Um, until, but all, because also right now it's it's not possible for us reach uh, each other. For Luca, for the bass player and the drummer, it's not possible reach me and the other guys. So I hope in the next weeks, maybe I don't know in the first days of april middle of april it will be possible to do a new live stream in electric in an electric way uh also because this is the only way to play uh, a show now and i think um, it will be um, the only um, the only chance to play a show and until the next total on the next fall um we're supposed to to um, to do a, a new tour in October, in November, with live size, and yeah. will happen. Um, but until October, I'm pretty sure we will not play any any shows at all. So, well, until then, let's just keep our fingers crossed. Because I think I think you know the worst is over as far as a virus. I mean, again, I'm just one opinion out of billions. But who knows what happens going forward? I I hope that. There are tours being scheduled right now as we speak for later this year. Who knows what will happen? And hopefully, having said that, we, we get to see you guys here here in the States, especially here in Dallas, Texas. And I know you're vegan. Hey, I know you're vegan, but we have vegan barbecue. So I know that's something you'll love. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I'll, I, so, so I hope to reach Texas, yeah. Dallas, and have time to, to spend some time, uh, maybe a day off in in dallas yeah and uh and let's stay in touch after this interview and i hope you guys book a show here you know going forward and hope to see you guys here in the states looking forward to the time and everyone who's listening this is marco from temperance melodies of green and blue is out now on napalm records pick it up purchase it stream it however you can to support the band and you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams check us out our interview under fire.com Marco, you stay safe in Italy, man. Uh, and I'll see you next time in person, hopefully. Thank you so much for your time, man.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade, that's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.